Welcome back to another edition of Disconnected. This is the voice message series, and today, uh, well, voice message series is basically interviewing interesting people to get uh, more insight into who they are and what they do, and with me today is our first very special guest is Julian King Monroe. Um, I will leave him the honor of telling the people who you are if they're not familiar with you. Um, My name is Julian King Monroe, and I... Am a former Navy veteran, served what nine and a half years, almost ten years, and uh, I am an actor, and I am pursuing this project uh, that co-author here, Steve Sims, this podcaster. We're doing this project called the Harlem Hellfighters about this all-black regiment in the nineteen um, hundreds to nineteen sixteen to nineteen nineteen when they served, from when they started to when they came back to New York. And uh, it's pretty much what this whole synopsis of this story is about and the trials and tribulations that they face as being an all-black regiment. And what they did in Europe, army in France was, you know, monumental things and things that humans, you know, can't even do in war battle, let alone, you know, people that are being recognized for what they did. So. And it's the story we're telling it from a from a creative and interesting way. It's going to be awesome. So, all right. Um, what led you to do this project in particular? Uh, this project, more particular, because uh, the the history of this regiment and this the racism that they face as being the regiment that they were, and them being not known as a regiment as an all-black regiment, the things that they did, the things that they faced. Everyone calls them, you know, uh, heroes, but they don't know the backstory of the hero story. They don't know the hero story. They just know what they see up front, like Henry Johnson. They don't They don't know too much about James Reese Europe, you know. When he when he came back home, he was killed by one of his own men. And then, you know, Henry Johnson came back home. He got nothing when he came back home. None of the people got back home. They may have got a, a, a parade, you know, Veterans Day is what they call it now, but uh, so now he's got nothing. So it wasn't like until 60 years afterwards when he got promoted post harmoniously, uh, given the Medal of Honor. Hmm. He died in obscurity. Yeah, right. 10 years later, after the 1919. It's a very different time, especially for, um, without giving too much away, for what they did during the Great War. Right. Um, right. The impact they had ev- at every step of the way, there was a different roadblock. Right. Exactly. Um, what was it that keyed you in? So was it something that you were, there's something that you experienced yourself or something that, um, that you could relate to from their situation that made this a story that needed to be told? Absolutely. Especially um, being, you know, men of color. It's like, it's it's very, uh, it. How do I say? It it's impacted in a way as like as as like it happened to uh, me, and I'm sure you're a man called so I'm pretty sure it happened to you. You know, being uh, subjugated to you know the the racists in the military. They might be blatantly racist or they might be racist subliminally, but they are definitely out there in the military, and they are, you know, they don't. 
make themselves known, but you know, they hide behind it. So, and I faced it myself. So I, I know for cer- certain that it kind of sparked that interest. Like, wow, these men were, were, were great men and they did not get known like these other men do like in 1917, the movie 1917, or, you know, has a movie like Pearl Harbor or, um, was latest one. Um, was the last one that came out. So, I forget. It's, the last, the last latest one that came out, our platoon, all these other different ones come out are all about you know all um, people that are not of color. So you know that's pretty much where it sparked that interest. And um, actually, back yeah, I knew about them very much. I knew little about them. Then I started digging into the history, and I was like, these stories, these men's story has to be told. Right. Um, I mean, we we hear about Buffalo Soldiers, and you know this. Um, when I looked at the when I was researching the very story and looking at it, um, blew me away that for a group that faced nothing but hurdles, how well decorated and um, how much love they were. Right. Uh, not here at home in America, no. right? Um, right. Just everywhere else because people, right. people uh, saw how much they gave and what they did and how they did it. Um, but not to not to make it sound like it's the same question. Um, what is important for you to tell about this story? Uh, I would say it would be their personal stories. Just like um, in uh, just like you just said, you know that um, we know about other um, black regiments, like the Buffalo Soldiers. And the um, the even in the um, there's the, the the American Indian War, uh, there are blacks that were fighting with the Indians against uh, um, America. So that's a lot of stories that people don't know about. And um, there's also the Spanish War, also the uh, other yeah, there's many wars, but <laughs> but each end indiv- telling the individual story is what matters to me at this in this in this aspect because uh, they don't have their voices to be told they can't tell it they're in the graves you know and what better way to do it than from someone who's experienced or in someone who's of color to be able to portray that in a way that be able to and people will be able to uh, relate to it so they can it can touch their souls as well so they'll feel that connection what it was during that time and what it's like to be brought back to life in a new in a different in a perspective creative way that um that it'll touch them in a way like, damn, I want to know about this regiment. And I want to know about what other, you know, black history was going on that I don't know about. Right. That's what I want to do. It sparked that interest in other people so that they can look into the other history that we as a people have done, but it's not really recognized. You know, history is told by the, uh, the, the victor and not told by the person who's been, you know, lost in battle. So obviously when lost in battle coming here on slave ships. So, Absolutely. Um, is this a movie or series? Uh, I want to turn into a TV series. Okay. For sure. Um, because there's, there's so many different stories to be told. They're telling it in one story in a movie would do it injustice. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so you've touched on um, dealing with, um, you know, facing racism, bigotry, 
you know, your time in service. Uh, what was that like, and um, how did you deal with that? You know, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a good question. Because I didn't, I didn't really deal with it in a certain way that it angered me. It dealt with it in a way it's like, damn, these people could really are hateful for no reason, you know? That's the kind of... Because I grew up in California, so it's not like everyone's racist. You have a couple, but it's not like going to, uh, you know, the service where everyone's, you know, coming from different places and, you know, some of them have never seen a black person before. Or, you know, they don't know how to interact. This is what they think. This is what they talk about themselves when they're around someone of color. And it's like a yeah, different perspective. And one time in particular, and I was working at a, a hospital and this guy's, he's, you know, white men were there and then like talking out in the back, smoking and talking. And he's like, oh, you know, this, oh, this is Julian, you know, he's not like the other niggas out there, you know? Like, whoa, what the, f- what, what? You know what I mean? Like, because I'm, I don't talk like, you know, how you think we talk. You do, you call me, you know what I'm saying? You, you treat me like that because that's the way of my color, my skin. You call me, I'm not like other niggas. It's how you feel about me, but it's not what you say out loud. You know, I kind of just walked away from this. Just walked away. Like, uh, mm-hmm. why, the, why would it say that to me? Like, it's, there's no reason for that. I, didn't, I never mentioned anything about, you know, uh, you know, my background or what I was that I did or anything like that. But for them to say that out loud like that was, you know, it's, I saw them in a different light because, you know, I saw I was, I didn't really look at them like as racist, but I just looked at them as like, you know, people. But, you know, nope, it was racist. I didn't really deal with them anymore after that. So mm-hmm. you had a lot of uh, situations like that? Um, there's a here and there. Okay. And I, I, I take it that, um, as much as this project is important to, um, just get the information out, I, I take it that it's almost also like, um, a personal project, have a, a passion project, passion project, hey, because it's something that's very relative to you. Um, you know, Maybe not the to the degree that they endured, right? But very yeah, much yeah. still the same blueprint, still still the same model, right? Um, exactly. There's, there's roadblocks because of not your inability to do things, but because of how you look, how you mm-hmm. how you uh, present yourself when you walk into a room, and right. um, you know, looking at how everything kind of is right now that seems to be a hallmark of um how business is done in in the <laughs> in this country right you're right right, right. okay but i um, mean okay i was gonna say you know people who are these are the people that um that they, they act very patriotic you know towards this country and really they hide behind their patriotism as another form racism unfortunately in the america this america that and what really they're talking about is we want our country back and uh you in our way you know so okay that's what the american patriot patriotism is if you don't like our traditions then uh, you need to go back to your country <laughs> even back to, even you you know black man you know what i'm saying so i think it's all right have you have you faced any struggles getting this project up and running or has there been any um any backlash or roadblocks because I mean, uh, you have then, to you have to promote and you know you have to right so a backlash from i mean from people out there you know those people out there 
that are against essentially telling the story of of, of these amazing men. Um, unfortunately, you know, that's, even on my page, I got a page where where I'm promoting uh, the just the uh, our news article, and a couple people are lashing out like, "Oh, I'm not supporting this. Uh, I'm not giving anything to California Hollywood." But they're not saying that about you know 1917 or Pearl Harbor. They gave their money to that. What's the difference here? Because these men are of color. That's what makes the difference. They don't. They don't want it. They don't want to hear it. They don't want it. Some of them don't even want to see it. Nothing. So, and uh, unfortunately, that's the, the people. Those people are out there. And I mean, I'm glad on them because the haters are good too. Because you got we spreading the news too. So, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you spreading the good news. Thank you, yeah. asshole. So that's how. <laughs> Oh, but okay, okay. I was gonna say other faces are the marketing portion of it, and people are trying to actually be interested and want to, you know, contribute to the uh, the project. Hopefully, that's the the main um, obstacle is people wanting to actually invest their money into wanting to see it. You know, a lot of the people want to, you know, uh, as you see in, in in a lot of movies, a lot of us are portrayed in a, in a different different way, not as heroes. You know, we're played as, portrayed as heroes. You know, we got a couple of you know, heroes here and there, but not war heroes or heroes out there saving people or things like that. People like, but actual people who are out there doing the, the you know, the, the time and being war heroes and being heroes out in the world is not really conveyed in a, in a more, in a more proper way. And I think that's important. Right. With the usual thing is, um, we've seen enough, uh, versions of, slave movies we've seen enough mm. version of um being some type of servant or exactly. uh, uh in, in some capacity like that or even in those very same war movies you see the, you see the isolated characters but for the most part they are you know they're the servants they're the bus boys they're the exactly. ones who do laundry right um mm-hmm. so in telling this story is it more important to highlight the heroism i mean the 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 heroic acts or is it more important to um introduce the world to these individuals who were involved in this regimen i think it's a little bit of both okay a little bit of both of the worlds introducing them and understanding their stories and who they were as a person and what led them to go the direction they decided to go and what they did in the war as far as, you know, um, of overcoming adversity and um, doing all these heroic acts, being in training and when they were, you know, on this, you know, on the ship, when they went to the ship to go to France, what they, what they endured over there, all those are her, all heroic acts and able to, you know, to withstand those kind of things. So I think each point of these obstacles that they face is a, a very heroic act and a very, in a way to, uh, for people to see that this is what these people have came over and uh, over their trials and tribulations. And I think that was definitely important in each aspect because then they'll be able to relate to it. Someone out there will be able to relate to that, you know. I understand the importance of storytelling. Mm-hmm. I understand the um, being able to relate 
through seeing someone. Like I, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day about um, how special a character Miles Morales is for Spider-Man, right? Right. Only because he hits two dynamics. He hits uh he hits the the Hispanics uh, community, right? The Latin community, mm-hmm. Latinx community, right? And but he looks, uh, you know, quote unquote black African American, right? Like that's right, how he right. that's he that's his appearance. So right. a little kid who's not used to seeing himself as a superhero can see that. Uh, a little kid who, you know, from an immigrant family or even migrates here and sees someone just like him on the screen. It, it makes a big difference. So I can understand being able to tell the story or introduce the story of people who look and sound and, and live just like you. I mean, different time, of course, but, um, you know, but facing adversity every, at every avenue of their life, but still not letting that define who they are. Um, is that how you live your life? Um, I, I would say... For for a good part of it, not all of it, okay. because what required what required in life is to you know to overcome those obstacles, but in, in the in the process, and to have the someone to look up to, also was, uh, you know as far as yeah, and you know uh, as far as um, like life in general, learning, so learning as well, and being trying to be our be a better person and all those different aspects of it. So I think it's okay. something that I would, it's something that I do for sure. All right. The reason I ask is because, um, you know, this is your project this is your passion project, but it's your, um, it's basically your baby. So I'm, I'm, I would assume you inject parts of this or parts of yourself into what you do. Right? Absolutely. So mm-hmm. that, that was the reason for asking that question. Gotcha. Um, aside from this, are there any other projects that you're working on or, uh, you have in the works? Um, currently, currently I'm not actually, um, I'm not working on anything in particular because I'm giving all my energy into this one, this project right here. Cause it's gotta, I'm still, like you said, it's my baby. I'm starting from the bottom, bottom all the way up Right. from the, from the script process, you know, with you working with me. And this is like, it's, it's going to take a lot to get to where I need to go. And, um, and the, the, the better part of it is the, the determination part of not giving up about it. And actually I was just reading this article yesterday about this man who, um, wrote this book, uh, what was it called? Um, uh, it was about well, it was about this woman who was shot in the face, right? And um, and it was and it got a lot of good reviews, but uh, they wanted they didn't want to pick it up because of the content. They thought it was real dark. And he was like, you know what? You guys don't want to read my book, so you know I'm going to make something worse than this and more dramatic and more uh, dark. And he made this book called Fight Club, and he did it out of out of rejection and rebellion to their to their uh, their out, outlandishness, not wanting to purchase book, and you know, as, as you know, the book became a movie, and it, it he rose from you know from obscurity all the way up to fame, and like you know, just like a matter of that because because of what people decided not to do, you know. So and his determination is what and resiliency is what you know is what shined through and made him be the the author of the Fight Club. And one of the more like a crazy, awesome 
movie and book is crazy. That book is awesome. Yeah, it's great, man. Um, yeah, that's probably one of the one of the best movies. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. You basically like fuck everything, and I'm all <laughs> I'm on board with that, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, tell us about the Kickstarter, right? I got I got it the uh, short link up for people that okay. like to contribute. Awesome. Uh, the uh, Kickstarter is on Kickstarter, and it's about pretty much kickstarting what it what it whatever I create creative idea is that you want to um, um, get out there to the people in the world. So, and this is to help funding for whatever process that is. And this part is to help funding for the Harlem Hellfighters um, project to help get the funding to make the pilot. And the script that we already written, to, and this is the portion for the, the funding portion, and for other people to see what it is that we're conveying on um, on the screen that we want to convey on screen, essentially. And there are rewards for back in the Harlem Hellfighters project, like uh, I like the the packages. So I do want to give you this is pretty dope, and the, that's the top tier one. And we also have uh, the coins, the challenge coins. The um, I also have the uh, this is the the, uh, the Harlem Hellfighter patch. I also have some of the um, uh, the unit um, messenger bags. It was they call a Maisie bag in French, and a lot of these other different. You can look uh, when they get to the link. They can check it out and see what, what we have digital packages as well for and uh, newsletters from 1917 and 1918 uh, and 1919. When uh, uh, Henry Johnson and Needham Roberts were featured on the, um, the New York Times as uh, one of the as uh, uh, pretty much heroes, and they featured it on the news article, and also when they came back from the, the war in 1919. Okay, yeah, I'm uh, pulling it up right now so they can see. Oh, nice. um, so you know there that's the goal. Um, yes, and these are the different tiers down here. You can pledge whatever you'd like. It, gives more insight into the story of who the Harlem Hellfighters or the Harlem Rattlers, the 369th Regiment, right? right. Um, for each pledge, there's an there's a reward associated to it. So, you know, again, if you're nice. hearing this, the, the information will be in the show notes uh, or the episode detail. If you're watching this, again, it will be in the description, but it's also scrolling along if you'd like to contribute to the uh, to the process, so yeah, nice. That's awesome. And the, so the, the asking for uh, my asking for thirty three thousand. So um, that's the including all the um, the actors. This is including the video editing, the cinema photography, the locations, the permits, and all the other different aspects of the and the marketing portion of the whole, uh, and then pitching it to the uh, network to the network. Uh, is the ultimate goal once the pilot is finished, and and um, that's all inclusive to the thirty three thousand. So and that's what we're asking for, and and hopefully meet that goal. And then um, next process is to move forward and to the rest of the uh, the uh, rest of the it. So the rest of the merchandise will be on the other link for the uh, Harlem Hellfighters attack JKM. And that's where people can go after the uh, the Kickstarter to purchase 
any other items that they would like to purchase or add more funds to the uh, to the to the uh, to the project that we're making. All right. Yeah, and again, all that information will be in the show notes. Um, you have any parting words for the people? Well, thank you for your time, and I hope that you know people will uh, see this and or view it or hear it, and will want to feel like they will want to see these people's stories and want to see it come to life and want to put their uh, their pledge in or just want to give to it so they can see it themselves in the light and you know and I says people of color because there's also Puerto Ricans that were part of the regiment. And um, that's where James Reese Europe went to. Um, he went to Puerto Rico to get some of the best fast Reese players that um, face Reese players that you can find in uh, Puerto Rico. So and it's got all this different, amazing, different history in it. And hopefully people want to see it like mm-hmm. we want to see it. So. All right. Well, first and foremost, thank you for um, bringing me on and being a part of it. Uh, a lot of things. You Again, I think it's important to story tell. Right. And I, you know, I was doing my best not to really say much about it because um, I think it's that special to just let it speak for itself. Uh, I agree. One thing people don't understand is we keep talking about an army regiment, but they were just a band. They were right. a band. They were really just the band for the army. Um, and even if you do a quick Google search and find out what that quote unquote band did uh, during that war, right? For, for, the amount of time that they were there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's still very much impactful. It's still a very much important part of history, right? That just doesn't get told. It gets overlooked. Um, because in France, they are heralded, right? Mm-hmm. They are celebrated for what they did by another country exactly. that they're not from, right? But no one knows who they are here. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, you know, I, I say keep pushing. Um, it will get made. It will get seen. So um, with that being said, I'm going to close it out because I got to finish uh, making edits on the script. So, uh, <laughs> 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 All right, Julian, it's a pleasure. Um, I look forward to watching this project come to light and letting the world get an experience for it. Uh, also, thank you for being the first guest on the voice message series. Right. Hey, it was, was kind of his idea. Um we were just talking about, he doesn't even know, but it was his idea. It was definitely his idea. Um, but yeah, can't wait for you all to see this, you know, uh, contribute. If you'd like, buy some merchandise. Uh, let's get this thing done. Cause again, storytelling is important. And this is one story that I know that people would love to see and hear. Um, that being said, closing it out, voice message episode one with the one and only Julian King Monroe. Um, yeah. That's it. We're out. Awesome. I'm sorry. The person you are trying to reach has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. Please try your call again later. Goodbye.